0: This is the New Digital Customer, a podcast that brings you insightful and inspiring conversations with customer focused leaders who are transforming and innovating customer experience. And now, your hosts the CEO of Brightloom, Adam Brotman, and Chief Product Officer Ben Straley.
1: Hey, everybody, this is Ben. And I'm Adam. Hey, Adam. um, As you know, uh, this is the first episode in a new series that we're rolling out of shorter shows that we're going to call the Digital Strategy Spotlight. Um, Our listeners can still expect our longer shows, but we'll be mixing these in as well along the way.
0: I'm excited about these, Ben. Uh, And I I think the format is for these shows, each one of us is going to typically pick a topic. And I know you were going to pick the topic for the first one. Which one did you pick?
1: That is right. Um, I picked Wingstop's recent announcement on their new growth and technology structure. Um, and for our listeners that uh, may not know or, or missed the news, missed what I'm referring to, um, here are some of the key points of what they announced. Um Wingstop announced that they decided to, quote, take a page from the structure of many leading technology companies, which often house marketing and digital IT functions together to supplement a MarTech structure. MarTech is short for marketing technology, end quote. Um, And with this, they're going to have two distinct teams that focus on varying levels of communication to their guests, Um, one which is going to lead what they're calling micro or one-to-one communications, one one message per customer, essentially. Um, and then a, a separate team, a second team that's going to lead macro, which is the one-to-many communications, with a, which I think a lot of marketers think of as sort of traditional um, uh, marketing. Um, and in the same announcement, they shared a few stats on their digital business, um, which are pretty mind-blowing. Uh, Wingstop has done a phenomenal job of um uh, I wouldn't call it a pivot, but uh, moving to digital uh, rapidly and the the numbers um, are pretty uh, astounding um, as they've done that. So they currently have more than 25 million guests in their first party data platform and nearly 65 percent of sales are digital. Um, they also have a stated goal of moving to 100 percent digital transactions. Um, so. That was the announcement. I think what's really interesting, and would love to get your take, Adam, is both uh, just Wingstop's trajectory given the, the the move to digital and the investments they've been making, and two, um, this idea of uh, restructuring the organization to better leverage um, uh, capabilities and and digital moving forward. What what do you think?
0: Yeah, I, it's a great topic that you picked. Uh, I saw that news as well. In fact, I I tweeted out. Um, just how I thought it was a smart move on their part. And I'll, I'll tell you a couple things about it that stuck out. One, one is on the micro macro, I'll call it, you know, breakdown. Uh, I was, you know, it was a little confusing reading their, their release about, you know, which group was doing the macro, which group was doing the micro, but it doesn't matter because a, I think, I think it ladders up to one organization, which, you know, you and I are fans of of, of when you have kind of digital and technology and marketing Ultimately, you know, reporting up into a a head of digital or a head of technology, mm-hmm. um, whether it be a chief digital officer or chief technology, or in this case, a chief technology and digital officer, I think that's smart. I think that that was, um, uh, it, it, I think that helps galvanize the organization around one kind of common set of goals and and vision for what they're doing. And I think that the, the splitting between the micro and the macro is a good idea as well. Because and we're seeing this a lot with you know Brightloom customers, frankly, but we're just seeing it in general where you see a lot of brands now recognize that the skill set, the kind of the digital athlete, uh, analytics driven, uh, maybe even sometimes digital design driven skill set is different from uh, more brand moments, brand marketing. A national advertising in some senses and sometimes even the product and the big kind of brand promotions they're, they're different they're different muscles they they're tend to be different people um, in this case it's kind of cool that they split them up and that they all roll up into one big into one big organization so I thought that was great um, almost you know cutting edge in, in a sense and, and smart and the other thing I thought was interesting is there you mentioned it they've got this incredible digitization rate. Of I think sixty five percent is as high as I've seen anybody yeah. have. That's a non pure e commerce company, and yep. um, they've stated their goal of hundred percent digital transactions. To just state that is smart because uh, it's totally achievable um, in, in the sense of um, I remember back when Panera announced some pretty impressive numbers of their of their own. And they had launched, I think it was called Panera 2.0 at the time. And they had kiosks, and they had mobile ordering and and internet ordering. And and they just really took advantage of the fact that you could take even an in-person transaction and make it digital. And and get a lot of the advantages of uh, of improving the experience by making it digital, but also by capturing the data. data. So I, I just think overall, total, you know... Totally a good move by Wingstop. I'm glad you picked that uh, topic.
1: What do you think? Yeah, and I, I just well, um, I think uh, I think you're correct in the assessment of um, why they probably made these changes. I think the 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 consolidation um, underneath a sort of digital uh, strategy. Um, makes a lot of sense, and the the unification that comes along with that, in terms of how I would imagine um, they're thinking about and making investment decisions in in you know technology, new concepts, new formats, and so forth. Um, uh, I think is uh, is really smart. So I, I give it a thumbs up. I'm interested to get your take on on or for you to um, spend a little more time kind of unpacking the 100% digital um, goal. Uh, cause I think it's a really, I, I agree that, that it's, um, it's audacious and it's a, it's a big, big marker and a big, uh, North star for them to point to, but I'm curious what you think is behind that strategically. Uh, maybe it's sort of an obvious question, but I think for, uh, maybe some of our listeners, maybe it's not so obvious when you think of a restaurant, you don't think of, of a restaurant being a hundred percent digital. So w- why do you think they, they declared that as, as a, as a goal.
0: I mean, my guess is, I mean, I think um, I I know that they've got smart leaders there and as they, I mean, we've, we've met them before, we've talked to them and we've seen what they've been doing and all that leads me to believe that they're like we did at Starbucks, they're seeing the power of what happens when they do have a digitized relationship in terms of the what it does to the customer relationship, the data, the personalization, the improvement of the experience,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, the the economic improvement, right? In terms of incremental sales and, and uh, repeat performance. Uh, And so that, if they're seeing that their, their next logical question is going to be, why can't we have all of our transactions be digital? Like they're obviously Mm -hmm. feeling that. I, I remember how we felt that way at Starbucks. And, and so my guess is they thought, well, why, why couldn't we like, you know we can, we can, we can control that by being so uh, encouraging of the customers to use digital platforms when they're ordering to uh, almost force it in the store potentially on some level. So if you do that, uh, have a goal of one hundred percent. I think is a ch- is it's a little audacious, but I think it's achievable. And I my guess is what's behind it is they're seeing the power of what happens when you have a digitized. A customer relationship in a digitized sale. And so the, 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 logical question is, well, why not get it to a hundred? Cause you can now.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. I, I was actually, uh, uh, went to Wingstop, uh, this past week, um, and, uh, ordered ahead through the mobile app and, um, just walking into the, to the store and kind of observing what was going on there. Um, I would guess that a hundred percent of the transactions that, uh, had occurred while I was standing there waiting for our order, um, were digital in nature. And just the, the, especially post COVID with some of the you know changes that have had to happen for, um, for their business, you know, there's nowhere to sit inside the store. Everybody's walking in, um, telling the person behind the counter their name, and then basically just waiting for the order to, um, Arrive that they place digitally. Um, I think there are some certain things about the Wingstop uh, concept and operating model, and and you know the the nature of the menu that lend themselves really really well lends itself really well to uh, digitization, which is um, you know kind of a happy accident for Wingstop, I'd imagine. But they're also doing a really um, a really nice job, I think, of leaning into that and. Simplifying the experience, streamlining it um, is very efficient. Um, and all of that is happening uh, by virtue of the investments that they've made uh, in digital. So it was very busy. Um, there were a lot of customers coming in and out. It was very um efficient, as I said, and it was a it was a really good experience. I mean, I I sort of came and got what I what I wanted and left and um yeah, uh, I think it's really working for them. And, and, uh, uh that goal of a hundred percent, I think in that context uh, for a business like theirs, um, isn't necessarily just aspirational. I think it's something that they will, um, uh, achieve if they keep on the same trajectory that they've been on.
0: Yeah. I'll just add one thing is, is that I went to a, um, I love Wingstop too, and I, I didn't go there this weekend, but I went to this little burger place, a local chain, called Coastline Burgers and I walked in and they I walked in they had two kiosks. They were kios- I guess they were kiosks, but they were part of their Toast POS system and mm-hmm. And I just walked up and there and there was no guy <laughs> I got, I, I got a, a friendly hello from behind the counter but it was just kind of pointing his finger down at the kiosk and I'm like, "Okay." And I made my order and I didn't order ahead and I or which I normally do. And they, I'm sure they have an app or whatever. So my point is that like, here's this little burger chain that has achieved 100% digital transactions. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you can see like, can you imagine if that burger chain had a loyalty program and an app and um, right and, and all the things I don't, I don't know if they have or not. But the point is that the, it, it just goes to show like, it's we're now, we're rapidly have gotten to, if they're at 65, I, I bet they'll be at 100 one way or the other, you know, within a year if they really want it to be.
1: Yeah, and I think you know part of the part of the flywheel for a business like that, like Wingstop, um, that's only going to accelerate the adoption of of digital by the remaining thirty five percent of their customer base that isn't yet um, transacting digitally, is the is the reward and the benefits that come with as a customer, that come with a brand using the data that. Um, each time I, I place an order and I pick it up and I pay each of those transactions, um, uh, and the data that gets generated, the value of that data, um, both to Wingstop but also to me as a customer, um, so that the next day, the next week, the next time I visit a store, my experience is just a little bit better. Um, totally. And you know, uh, just sample size of one, but if if Wingstop were to analyze you know my purchase behavior. It would become pretty clear that I am a customer who, uh, when I order, it's Sunday mornings <laughs> during football uh, in season the yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the fall. Yeah, yeah, in the fall. Doesn't doesn't take uh, a lot of of research to figure out what's going on. Um, and I tend to order the same things because it's generally for my son and me and maybe some friends that we have over. Um, and there's some really kind of cool, fun, interesting things that, um, that, that the brand can do with data, um, on my behalf, uh, that will engender, you know, more loyalty, more favorability to the brand and be accretive to Wingstop's business, but also turn me into, um, uh, an advocate for the brand, um, from a marketing perspective. So, um, love the goal, the organizational changes that they are announced are kind of aligned with the pursuit of that goal. And um, it's the kind of company, and as you said, we know them a little bit, um, it's the kind of company where I expect big things in terms of that personalization and and what they're going to, what you're really going to start to see as a consumer um, Wingstop doing in the, in the months and years to come.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: Well, listen, Adam. This was fun. It was our first uh, digital strategy spotlight, uh, the first of many. And um, so, uh, why don't we call it a wrap?
0: Yeah, sounds good. I, I, let's call it a wrap. I, I agree. This is a total thumbs up. And I, I'd say, look out in the future. In my guess is that they're going to do great things with this data, with this high digitization rate going to 100 to improve the experience, improve personalization, as they've stated, their one to one marketing aspirations. And I would not only would I predict that they're going to be successful at that, I would predict that um, the next big move for them will be to do some kind of points based loyalty system. But I really commend them for not. Jumping into that they've been very deliberate about not doing that because I think they've got they're really smart about Protecting the discount line and they know they can take advantage of the data to do personalization and improved experiences that said You know me and you like I I, I think at some point uh, I wouldn't be surprised because they're smart to see them their next big move could be doing an actual points based loyalty program because there's an incredible power that come from the game mechanic psychology of, of having points as a currency and, and allowing your customers to almost gamify their their relationship with you. So I look for that in the future if I was making predictions, but for now, this was super smart on their part. And this was a great little digital spotlight topic.
1: Fantastic. Uh, thanks, Adam. Uh, and thanks to all of you for listening. That's our show for today. Stay tuned for the next episode when we dig into more topics for consumer-focused leaders. Until then, take care and stay safe out there. Adios.
0: Thanks so much for listening to the show. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more information on what Adam and Ben are building with their teams, visit brightloom.com and follow them on Twitter at Adam Brotman and at B